Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So total anarchy is what Democrats have been advocating for politically for now several years. Part of that anarchy included defunding the police. We know how that's ended. Or what it, maybe what it created and what has begun because of that total anarchy. We have seen now that the Democratic Party has done whatever they can do to destabilize this country. I'm going to play for you as a reminder before I get into the shocking details of how many police officers have been killed and purposely targeted because they're wearing a uniform and a badge and what has happened over the last year compared to the year before, the year before, the year before, and the year before. And it is very clear that the Democratic Party and their move to dehumanize and to defund the police, their move to make the police into the worst people in the world has clearly had a major effect on society attacking police officers. Now, I'm going to play this for you, and I think it's really important that you remember that Democrats are the ones that got this going over the last couple of years. Democrats and the media cheered on the violent left every step of the way, which was Black Lives Matter, burning down cities, and getting in the face of politicians all at the same time. You're going to hear Nancy Pelosi. You're going to hear MSNBC people. You're going to hear CNN people. Some that have just been fired like Cuomo. Take a listen. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? The biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. 
I'd like to punch him in the face. I said if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still gonna have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. That is the Democratic leaders and the media, their allies, cheering on the violent left every step of the way, cheering on the Black Lives Matter protesters, cheering on the anarchists, cheering on the burning down of cities, cheering on the idea of assassinating a sitting president, cheering on the idea of, of, of assaulting and accosting public officials. We saw what happened with Senator Rand Paul when he left the White House after Donald Trump accepted the nomination to the GOP. Remember when that was going on because of that outside event with COVID-19? Now, I say all this to tell you two different things that are happening right now. This has conditioned people to disrespect the cops, to hate the cops, to want to hurt the cops. San Francisco police officers are now being denied service at restaurants because of their weapons and the restaurant's saying because it's going against their safe space ideology. One main San Francisco restaurant is now facing a little bit of backlash after its staff denied service to three different police officers over the weekend. The owners of the restaurant said the eatery didn't feel comfortable allowing the police officers to eat there because the presence of their weapons goes against the establishment's safe space ideology. And they're not the only ones. The owners of the restaurant are walking back the original decision to boot the cops. Why? (laughs) Because a lot of people said we're not going to eat there anymore. Good Americans standing up for police. These three San Francisco police officers that frequented this restaurant called the Hilda and Jess restaurant that offers breakfast without boundaries, quote unquote, if you read their website. The police officers were seated, but shortly after, the staff felt uncomfortable with the presence of their multiple weapons, their sidearms, right? So this is what woke is now, right? We hate the cops. We don't appreciate the cops. But if someone came in and started shooting up people in that restaurant or someone came in and pulled a gun and robbed the place, I'm sure they wish those cops were there with their, quote, weapons. The police officers were, quote, then then were asked quietly or politely to uh, leave 
according to the restaurant. The owners of Hilda and Jesse reportedly issued a statement that said our restaurant is a safe space, particularly for queer and BIPOC individuals, B-I-P-O-C individuals. I, I, I feel like I'm pretty hip, Diaz. What is BIPOC? mean can you tell me what that is i'm just i'm just what what is that what does it mean where does it come from can you tell me that black indigenous people of color okay there we go all right black indigenous people of color that's what bipoc means if you use it in a sentence so i guess that's the new woke word all right there you go the brunch spot wrote on social media that they respect the San Francisco Police Department and are grateful for the work they do, but just not in our restaurant. Kristen and Rachel, Kristen Compton and Rachel Silcox said that the cops are welcome into the restaurant when they are off duty, out of uniform and without their weapons. See, this is my thing. I, I, I'm at that point now where I'm like, all right, put your money where your mouth is. If you don't want cops there with sidearms, then you need to sign a pledge or you need to say, I we will never call 9-1. If 9-1 is ever called to our restaurant, don't show up. Now, I know people are going to say, okay, Ben, you can't do that logically because there's probably good people inside that do want the cops to show up if something bad's happening. But, okay, fine. Then do it this way. These owners, if they don't want the cops there, then then sign something or put them on a on a do not answer list for nine one one at their homes. You hate the cops this, this much, never call the police ever again. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Now, you think about these police officers that are being denied the ability to eat in a restaurant. And you think about the fact that people are actually cheering this on. And it tells you everything you need to know about how much the Democrats have dehumanized men and women that wear a uniform. On social media, if you go to these people, this restaurant's Instagram feed, it said on Friday, December the 3rd, three armed and uniformed San Francisco police officers came to dine at Hilda and Jess. Shortly after seeing them, our staff felt uncomfortable with the presence of their multiple weapons. We then politely asked them to leave. At Hilda and Jess, the restaurant is a safe space. The presence of the officers' weapons in the restaurant made us feel uncomfortable. We respect the San Francisco Police Department and are grateful for the work they do. We welcome them into the restaurant when they are off-duty and out of uniform and without their weapons. Now, this is just defund the police. The fact that they even say that we respect the work they do. So I, I, I want to know if there is someone robbing this restaurant. And by the way, if you're, you know, a robber, this is clearly a great place to rob because you know police aren't going to be there. They then wrote below that on their listing. We, we respect the San Francisco Police Department and what they do to support our community. However, the presence of their weapons in the restaurant made us feel uncomfortable. This is not a political statement that goes on to read. We did what we thought was best for our staff. According to KNTV, the San Francisco Police Officers Association issued a statement on the refusal of service saying, quote, three foot beat officers looking to eat where they patrol. Right. This is community policing. They've gone totally woke out there in San Francisco are treated without any tact or class by the establishment. Fortunately, there are plenty of restaurants that don't discriminate and will welcome our officers working to try to keep all San Franciscans safe. San Francisco Police Chief Bill Scott pointed out how the restaurant's refusal to accommodate the cops hurt community policing, which is exactly what the left woke community demands. Community engagement is a core principle of the San Francisco Police Department's, quote, 21st century police reforms. And we are intentional about making asking our officers to support local businesses and get to know those who they're sworn to safeguard. The San Francisco Police Department stands for safety with respect, even when it means respecting wishes that our officers and I find discouraging and personally disappointing, the police chief said. I believe the vast majority of San Franciscans welcome their police officers who deserve to know that they are appreciative for the difficult job we ask them to do in their uniforms to keep our neighborhoods and businesses safe. Here's where he's wrong. Other businesses are actually posting online. They support the idea and they're, safe, they're a safe spaces place as well. So I'm going to call BS on that one. And if you think it's only in San Francisco, you're wrong. Defunding the police, attacking the police, dehumanizing the police has led to massive carnage. Now, you may say, Ben, that's an overreach. There can't be massive carnage. Yes, there is. I'm going to prove it. A new report has come out stating that 60 police officers have been shot and killed this year as ambush attacks have skyrocketed to the highest in history in this country. A total of 60 United States police officers have been shot and killed in the line of duty since the beginning of the year. This following the anti-law enforcement riots, BLM, and the start of the defund the police movement in 2020. According to records from the National Fraternal Order of Police, also known as FOP, 
and the Officer Down Memorial page. 60 officers across 45 U.S. states and territories have been killed in gunfire from January 1 to December 3rd. That's a 30% increase in fatal shootings of officers compared to all of 2020 when 47 officers were shot and killed in 2020. Now remember, we got a month left to go of data to add to this number. As of November 30th, the Fraternal Order of Police records Records state that, I should say, 314 police officers have been shot since the beginning of the year. 119 of those shootings occurred in the midst of 95 separate ambush-style attacks on officers. Let me read that to you again, because this is where dehumanizing police and the defund the police movement that's been led by the AOCs, that the, the Kamala Harris's, the Joe Bidens of the Democratic Party, the dehumanizing and attacking of law and order and police in this country would defund the police movement. What do we want dead cops? When do we want them now? That's what the Black Lives Matter has chanted. What else do they chanted? Pigs in a blanket. Fry them like bacon. What's their most famous chant they do all over the country? F the police. That's what they actually do. That's what they chant. Again, as of November 30th, the, the Fraternal Order Police records state that 314 police officers have been shot since the beginning of the year. Thank goodness for doctors and model, modern medicine. Thank goodness for, for high-level trauma centers that saved so many of these police officers' lives because 314 have been shot since the beginning of the year. That doesn't count all the ones that were shot at and they missed. 119 of those shootings occurred in the midst of 95 separate ambush-style attacks on officers, meaning you want to just go out and be a cop killer, and that's your total goal, resulting in 28 of the total gunfire deaths. Ambush attacks on officers have increased by nearly 130% since 2020 when the defund the police movement started. Ambush-style attacks on law enforcement this year alone are up 126%. I want to give you an exact number. 126% from the same time in 2020. According to the data, three police officers have been killed in the first four days of December. Madison Skip Nicholson, a reserve police deputy, was killed in a gunfire in, in Wilcox County, Alabama, December the 1st. Mesquite, Texas, police officer, suburb of Dallas, Richard Houston, the second was shot and killed in gunfire on December 3rd. St. Louis County, Missouri, Detective Antonio Valentine was killed in a vehicle pursuit on December the 1st. The increase in shootings and killings of police officers this year comes after 2020 was marked with a string of anti-law enforcement riots and the start of the defund the police movement as a result of the death of George Floyd. They then demanded bail reform measures where cash bail has been abolished in favor of immediate jail release for suspects charged in crimes across New York, California, and Illinois have dramatically increased the number of repeat violent criminals who are back on the streets literally within hours of committing heinous violent crimes. In Illinois, the governor there signed legislation 
this year that bans police officers from using deadly force against suspects committing property crimes and bans cash bail across the state by January of 2023, among other things, all because they want to bow down to the leftists who wanted to defund the police. Now, I'll go back to California. You may have seen that recent story. And I'm just going to give you a recap on it because it's an interesting story. You had a flash mob that happened. If you don't know what a flash mob is, let me explain it to you. A flash mob is when you organize and you decide that you're all going to run in and overwhelm a store because there's so many of you and so few employees. And then when you overrun them, you go in and you steal whatever you want to and take anything you want as fast as you can. Why do people do that? Because it's an easy way to get away with it. Well, there was a high-end mob in California that did this. They finally caught the, I think it was 12, 14 people that did it. They all were arrested and then released because the DA was woke and didn't want to charge them with crimes. Or if they did, they didn't want them to be in jail. Now, if you're a police officer, okay, really think about this. If you are a police officer and you go out there and you risk your life and you see and you get these people off the streets and when you get them off the streets, the, the DA and immediately says, let them go. Do you think that DA has your back or do you think it's time for you to move on? If you're thinking, yeah, it's probably time for me to move on, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
when I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a police officer in America and you go out and you find the criminals and the DAs let them go, you're going to want to serve there? Probably not. It's exactly what's happening all over the country. When you hear that governors are signing legislation to ban police officers from using deadly force against suspects who are committing property crimes, doesn't that kind of give them the ultimate upper hand? You can go steal whatever you want and they can't use deadly force to stop you, which means your chances of getting away are pretty high. We hear about you can't pursue high-speed chases anymore in cities because that's going to protect you, right, from accidents that happen. Okay, so if the police are pulling me over and I've got a dead body in the trunk, not trying to be mean, I'm just being honest, just thinking about scenarios here, or I just robbed a bank, or I'm holding a child hostage and I speed, does that mean no one comes to get me? Sounds like it. So I just got to floor it and you're immediately going to call off the chase. So I'm guaranteed that if I can just get into my car, basically, that you're not going to find me. It's pretty amazing if you think about it. Now you look at these numbers and it's exactly what I would expect. It's what I said was happening and warned you for over a year. What you are witnessing right now is very clear. The ramifications of of the actions of the Democratic leaders. It's very obvious. It's incredibly obvious, okay? (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. It's obvious. And I think everybody knows it. The Democrats decided that they were going to go anti-police because they thought it would help them win elections in the African-American community. They thought it could be a wedge issue. They could scream racism and say cops are bad and people would say yes. That's why they funded Black Lives Matter. Who do you think is funding Black Lives Matter? Let's just dial that back for a moment. It's rich white people in the Democratic Party. Prove me wrong. It's the George Soroses of the world. Prove me wrong. This is what they do, folks. This is the whole ball game for them. This is how it works. And they're focused on it. And there are consequences for the actions. And this is what now these liberals are having to deal with. You can't come into our business as a cop because we don't you don't make us feel safe with your weapons on you. This is why 60 police officers have been killed this year, many of them in ambush style attacks. This is why you've got a 28% increase in fatal shootings of officers compared to just 2020. And it's not just that, it's how many police officers have actually been shot. The number of police officers been shot is the highest in my lifetime. 
But ambush-style attacks on law enforcement this year are up 126% from the same time in 2020 because we dehumanized police. There have been 314 police officers that have been shot since the beginning of this year. Thank the Lord the majority of them survived. But when you've got a 130% uptick in ambush-style attacks on police, and that's a terrorist attack. That's a domestic terrorist attack against law and order. That's a domestic terrorist attack against men and women who are willing to protect and to serve all of us. Okay, that's what that means. And you have these numbers that we are witnessing right now, and you wonder why police officers and are, you wonder why law enforcement departments are having such a hard time recruiting people. This is why. Okay, this is why. This is why people are like in law enforcement, like, I'm out. I don't want to be sitting there drinking coffee at four in the morning. At, a, at an IHOP, and then somebody just come in and off me because I have a random uniform on. There, Did you know there's a lot of police officers that actually hate wearing their uniform? The uniform used to mean that you were, like, well-respected in the community, that people were looking out for you, that people were going to let you know if something bad was about to happen. Now there's police officers that I've talked to, like, I don't want to wear the uniform. I think all it does is put a target literally on my back. It says, come kill me if you're anti-cop. If you're anti-police, if you're woke, that's what it says. It it means, come. literally it means, come and get me. There's a lot of EMTs I've talked to and firemen that are like, dude, it used to be you walked around really with pride, right? Like you you walked around with, with genuine, authentic pride. There was it was you were prideful. It was an honor to wear a uniform. It, it meant people respected you instantly. That's disappeared because the Democratic Party has said we think we can get more people to vote for us in the African American community if we defund the police and push this and tell them the police are evil, corrupt. All of them are, and they're all racist. And that's exactly what they've done. Now, when the you know what hit the 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 fan. In Minneapolis, and they had it on the ballot what happened the last election. The citizens said, don't abolish the police. Even the city council said, abolish the police. That's that's when you know people are like, okay, I'm really not safe. When cities of Chaz and Chop, right, that were that were led by the left, started to get out of control, and it was like total anarchy in a third world country. What did they say? They said, please bring back the police. We know we burned down your police station a few weeks ago, but come on back, please. Hey, Mayor, we know that you. we said we hated you, but can you send those police back over here? Because this sucks, right? Like, this sucks. I'm, I'm really sick of it. Can you come over and help us out a little bit? That's, that's I mean, that, that's exactly what they're saying. And they had a chance to defund them, and they chose not to do it. Why? Because they realize it's open season on us. The citizens, and this sucks. Yeah, I mean, when, when crime starts in and around where you live, there are many sleepless nights, paranoid nights, nervous nights. When you start having to change your lifestyle because of where you live, because it feels unsafe, just remember, it is the Democrats who are the ones that organized and created this to try to win elections and divide the country solely based on race. This is race politics. Tell everybody that the police are a bunch of racists 
and then people will vote for us because we said they're racist. That'll work. We'll stick with that plan. That's what they've done. And if you don't think this is all connected back to the Democrats, and this was all pre-planned, and if, if you think that what I'm saying right now, you're like, Ben, you're stretching, I, I will remind you one last time what the Democrats said about the anarchy in this country and how they got this country jazzed up to go out and burn down cities because they wanted to get rid of Donald Trump. And part of that was saying we hate the police. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. Mm-hmm. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. By the way, the last sound effect you heard was real shots being fired at police officers. This is the world the left created on purpose. And now we're seeing how many lives it's costing. When they went anti-police to divide the country based on race and said, we need a race war in this country and Black Lives Matter, we're going to create and we're going to fund it, these rich white liberals who funded it this was all for propaganda tell people they're not safe because the police say we're going to abolish the police and get them angry based on the color of their skin and it worked now there are consequences for that plan and that is actual carnage a significant number of police officers 300 plus being shot already this year think about it When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.